It's Thursday and time for the Lisa Lewis Show. Imagine that you're at a seminar or conference and you find out the person sitting next to you is the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. What questions do you want to ask? What key strategies are you looking for in order to take your business or career to the next level? That's what you'll discover on today's Lisa Lewis Show. Heard every Thursday at the same time on the Toginet Radio Network. Now with today's show, here is your host, Lisa Lewis. Rise and shine, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We are so very thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday exclusively on Toginet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled, Are You an Entrepreneur? So let's delve in, shall we? Uh, You know, I love um, just coming to you each and every Thursday, um, and this show is to um, educate uh, empower and uplift, and hopefully that's what you're you're getting from it. Uh, we believe in real talk, real value, and real events. So that is what we've tried to put in front of you each and every week that we are blessed uh, to be in your presence. So if you're on your way to work, if you're at work because you work from home, or if you're in the office and you're able to be uh, with us, we just say thank you, thank you, thank you. It's because of you that I get to do what I do and um, I'm loving it. And this is, uh, I'm moving into my seventh year on radio and moving into my, uh, working on my fifth year being here on Tugginet Radio. So I just am so very thankful for you all and I'm humbled to come before you. And as I um, have this platform, I get to learn and grow with you all. And so, you know, um, as they say, if you're going to go through something, you might as well grow through it, right? Don't just go through it, but grow through it. That way you don't have to, especially if it's a painful situation, that way you don't have to relearn that lesson. And I tell you this last year, um, year and a half, that is something that I have had to walk through and I'm still walking through it, but I am getting better and better um, every day. So I thank the good Lord for that. And also I thank my prayer warriors, you know, who you are that uplift me and, um, and uh, just bless me with their prayers and blessings. So let's talk about the number one subject that I love talking about when it comes to business and that's entrepreneurship. So let's get started. You know, becoming a better business person doesn't only mean having a better, bigger, and more profitable business, company, or enterprise. However, more importantly, it also means becoming a better and more improved self. Well, it should be since a business person is a combination of a business and a person. So today, sit back and relax while we go over um, platinum nuggets on helpful and um, guiding ways in which you can become a better businessman or businesswoman. So we're going to try to get through the list. It's long, so let's get started. Okay, so under the subject matter of becoming a better person, number one, 
um, we came up with, review your principles in life because they are the roots and the ones which shape your life as well as your business. Continue the right principles and eliminate the ones that aren't. Number two, apply and practice those right principles with more bravery and with more frequency. Number three, have a healthier body, exercise regularly, maintain a balanced diet, and take enough rest. Be a healthier business person. Uh, this is so true, and this is something that I have had to um, get re-familiarized with, if you will. <laughs> I have a Peloton bike, and I haven't been cycling, doing my cycling classes. So this is I'm preaching to the choir when I say that that is so important because, you know, um, if you are helping others, which a lot of people depend on us each and every day, right? Whether that's in our personal life, whether if we have parents, aging parents, grandparents, if we have children, if we have pets, if we have a work environment, if we have a team of people that work for us, um, whatever it is, if we have a hustle, whatever that is, there are more demands, right, that come as a result of that. And so you want to make sure that you are the healthiest that you can be, right? Because when you are depleted um, and you are still trying to help people from an empty cup, uh, it's so draining, right? You know, pun intended. If every all of your energy is drained, then your cup is empty. So we want to make sure that we're doing things to um, have that cup overflowing, so that way we are helping from an abundance mentality and not from a broken mentality. And, you know, more than ever, I understand the need to step back and get, you know, step back and take time for your mental health. Um, and that's what, you know, this time, this um, atmosphere after COVID has taught me. And so it's okay to not be okay, but just know that, it's okay also to get help and to let people know that, no, I can't do this. I know you've depended on me, you know, with the holidays coming up, maybe you've been the one who cooks all the time and maybe it's not in your spirit to do that this year. Maybe you're just completely drained. Now is the time to have that important conversation and say, you know, I know that you, the family has depended on me over the last 25 years to cook, but this year I need to pass the, platon to someone else and it's okay to do that and I know we always care about hurting others but when you're hurting yourself in fact you're hurting others and if they're always depending on you but you're hurting yourself self-infliction then it is not a good place or space to be in so start having those conversations now uh, a lot of times people put undue uh, expectations on you and you have to um, be your biggest cheerleader, your biggest champion, um, and just say that, you know, no, that's not okay. Number four is avoid not only bad business acts, but also avoid bad business thoughts and intents. Number five is do business not only with all your heart, but purify your heart first, then do business with the purest of heart. Remember that the heart can be misleading if it's corrupted. Number six, 
Be more than personal. Be spiritual. Number seven, achieve inner peace using the three F's, namely forgive, forget, and forward. Number eight, be a truly happier person by increasing the number of people whom you make happy, right? Um, You know, and also surround yourself around those who bring you peace and joy. You know, happy is from happenstance. So in a particular situation, you might be happy. And in another moment, you might be sad. But when you have joy and peace from the inside out, then it allows you that even it allows you the fortitude that even when things happen in your life that are not so good, you still have that joy inside that can carry you through uh, to the other side. Number nine is strengthen your faith by justifying it. Um, You know, whatever it is that helps you with that, uh, if meditation, um, reading your Bible, um, you know, a a scripture a day, or if you can't get to the whole chapter, just like I just said, read a passage, just, you know, read a verse and, um, you know, fill your mind with those things. Um, um, Also listening to music, whatever genre of music that helps you get in that space of gratitude, space of thankfulness of rest and quietness. Um, also, if you um, want to jump on, if you do cycling or running or yoga, whatever that is that you need, if you jog, if you journal, um, if you play tennis, golf, hiking, fishing, archery, hunting, whatever that is that gives you that time, that resolve, make sure that you're doing that. If it's just making a cup of coffee, a cup of hot tea or sweet tea, whatever that is for you, and get in a place, uh, in a space where you can be quiet. And I, you know, I recommend doing that at least, you know, every day, find 10 minutes, 15 minutes, set your timer and let people know that that is the time. Either have a set time or do it when you feel that you're getting the most stress. And, you know, um, just say, you know, I need, I need this time out, you know, um, and, and just do that for yourself. And I believe that it will feel, help you fill up your cup, which is what we were talking about um, a few minutes ago. Number 10 is love yourself by making it truer, pure, kinder, and better. And again, um, birds of a feather flock together. So the company that you keep also can either bring the best out of you or bring the worst out of you. And so we don't want the latter, if at all possible, right? So try to make it as calm and as peaceful of an environment as you can. And especially when we have children, right? We're supposed to protect them and shelter them, um, you know, from the... um, from life as much as you can, you know, you'll know the older they get, of course, some things you do need to let them experience or go through. For example, with my son, our son, um, you know, when we were homeschooling, some days he wanted to sleep, some days he wanted to, you know, not do all of his work. And so, okay. But I did explain to him, there will be consequences when you don't do the right thing. They're probably going to tell you either you're going to retain, stay back in this grade and, or you're going to have to go to summer school. And that's what happened. He had to go to summer school, which meant, which uh, I had to cancel our plans 
of of going out of town for the whole summer because he had summer school. So I said, okay, this is a lesson that you're going to have to go through. And then we didn't go on vacation either. So, you know, you'll know when it's time to let them experience some of the things of the world because you want them to be strong individuals when we let them go to university and when they grow up as men and women. So stay tuned on the other side of the break. We'll come back and talk more on the Lisa Lewis Show. population suffers from bad breath? Several years ago, a New York City doorman was actually suspended from work because people were complaining about his bad breath. Other words for foul-smelling breath are halitosis and ozostomia. So what are common causes of ozostomia? Coffee is a problem because it's very acidic and bacteria reproduce faster in an acid environment. Candy and gum contain sugar, which is also a problem because sugar feeds the bacteria that cause bad breath. Alcohol is another culprit. What's another name for cheap wine? Plonk, slip slop, or stinky bus. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Do you ever wonder if you're the only woman who runs errands in her yoga pants so it will look like she went to the gym? Or how about the only mom who feeds her kids raw cookie dough? Or are you the only one who cooks her family cold cereal for dinner? Do you need more laughter and less loudness? More self-love and less self-loathing? More joy and less judgment? You're not alone. Come to The Living Room, a place where we get comfy, candid, and confident together. Come seeking sanctuary and leave feeling renewed. We're saving a seat for you. Give yourself some living room today. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We're so very thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday exclusively on TogiNet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled, Are You an Entrepreneur? So let's delve in, shall we? Next, we're going to talk about becoming a better business owner. Number 11 is make your business plans smarter. That is specific, measurable, achievable, 
relevant, time-bound, evaluated, and retested. Number 12, stick to those plans. Don't start a business that you will quit. Number 13, have a greater purpose for your business, such as to save people's lives and to make the world a better place to live. You know, have a, um, a product or service, a resource that people want and need. And uh, once you do that, you will have um, you will have customers. You know, I was just uh, listening in Clubhouse today um, in one of John Lee's uh, classes, and the subject matter was how to make how to earn your first thousand dollars a month. And I just popped in so I could hear some of the different um, ways and advices that this multimillionaire um, get, you know, has in order to get to where he is. And so he has um, a lot of um, um, successful people who come on his um, platform and give master classes. And so people like Sharon Lecter, Tony Robbins, Oprah Winfrey, um, John Dumas, you know, just different people like that. Uh, Bob Proctor, um, uh, Les Brown, um, just, you know, interesting people like that. And so Elon Musk and uh, Jeff Bezos. So um, you might want to check it out. I don't know how many people or on Clubhouse, but it's a very, it's a great platform where you can go and get a little bit of everything. I mean, people are talking about business, how to make money, relationships, entrepreneur. Um, they have clubs in there for about just a plethora of things that we all go through and experience in life. Um, you know, if you have um, a hobby, they have classes in there for that as well. But this morning, I just popped into there just to get some um, enlightenment on different tactics that I could do in order to secure an extra $1,000 a month. Just think about that. $1,000, an extra $1,000 a month um, is probably going to put a lot of us in a better status. Um, that's an additional $12,000 a year that if you're not making it now and you had an extra Okay, extra, which means you could put that into savings or you can invest that if you wanted to, or, you know, if you needed um, to buy, you know, one of your kiddos a car, a starter car for, uh, for um, high school. If they're driving now, you know, that 12K could very much, you know, get a nice, uh, you know, secondhand car, perhaps. Um, so, or at least help them match it. You know, if they, if they want a brand new car, I think you can get a brand new car these days. You know, you can get a brand new car for $24,000. So if you match what they, if you say, okay, I'm going to match what you have and say your children are working and they come up with $12,000 in a year from working while they go to school and then you, from that extra, you match that, then there's, there's a way, you know, for them to have that first car. So, you know, who, who wouldn't be interested? I'm interested because in order to be a billionaire, which is what I want to um, acquire in life, um, I have to know how to make thousands, right? And then have, make turn those thousands into millions and then those millions into billions. So 
um, it was interesting. Also, while I'm on the topic, last night I was in, and let me just tell you that some of these rooms do go on, excuse me, for hours. And I'm sure anybody who's on Clubhouse can attest to this. So if you have any stories or you want to get on here and talk about that, then feel free to reach out to me. Oh, I haven't told you how you can do that. You can call us at 210-240-8845. You can also send me a line at lisalewiscompany at gmail.com. And you can visit our website, uh, lisalewiscompany.com. And uh, loving the skin that you're in, you'll find great um, skincare products, including men's beard oil over at marykay.com forward slash Lisa Lewis. So, yes. So last night I was in this room. The room started, I want to say, oh my goodness. I think it started a little before I picked my son up from school. Let's just say it's, I don't know. Let's say it started at four. The room ended like at 8.41. So if that gives you an indication. So with these rooms now, you can pop in and pop out. Or if you... I just put my headphones on and just tend to go ahead and do whatever it is I'm doing. Since I've worked from home, I was able to listen. And then it was time to go get my son uh, in the car line. Of course, I could still listen in the car. And then when he got in the car, I just, you know, I put it down on mute because I always talk to him about his day at school. And that allows him to give um, feedback from what happened in school and anything that he wants to share with me. Because when we get home, he wants to go straight and do what he wants to do. <laughs> Goes to his room and starts coding or, you know, some art project or, you know, um, getting on his phone, looking at YouTube uh, podcasts um, about gaming, things of that sort. So we used that time. So after we got home, I gave him his snack, all of that. Um, then I tuned back into this room and then um, I was able to make dinner Um have dinner and then you know um and then my son still was doing his thing then I had time to tuck him in uh say our prayers and then the room ended um about you know 15 minutes after his bedtime but anyway the premise of the room was uh um, they were talking about um relationships right and the expectations of people who date these days and oh my goodness what an insight did and an earful did I get <laughs> on some of the you know crazy expectations that people you know have um just by taking people out on dates so uh what I will say um and what I can share from that is um women make sure that we are in men too, but I'm speaking from, I've been a woman all my life, so I'm speaking to uh, the women, the queens out there. Just make sure that you're um, dating with intent and make sure that you have, um, that it's safe and that you meet your um, potential person that you're dating at uh, wherever it is that you all are going. Um, chivalry isn't dead, but I don't think you should be doing, you know, having anyone meet you where you live until you're in a committed monogamous relationship. That's just my point of view. And, um, also, uh, you know, um, not giving out too much personal information, especially if you're just in the dating phase, because dating to me is to collect data and nothing else. 
<laughs> some people want to collect other things, but you know, it's just for data. And so just to see if, you know, you and this person can take it to a different level, uh, which is called courting. You know, I'm old school. So uh, that's being in a, that's when you both decide, okay, we don't want to date any other people anymore. We want to just be in a relationship, just you and I. So that's what I mean by courting. And then you're courting that person and hopefully it leads to marriage. And another thing I would suggest for uh, the ladies out there is if you are marriage minded, saying that to a gentleman up front, you know, don't get um, on the 10th date and then tell him, because if he's not marriage minded, then you've wasted all that time, uh, so to speak. You know, you might have a good friend, but if you're marriage minded, you know, time is of the essence. And um, especially if you are in a particular, you know, if you're in a more mature woman, perhaps, or if you are wanting to have children in a t- certain time frame, then, you know, you don't want to waste your time out there just endless dating. You want to date with purpose. So um, anyway, those are just some of the suggestions that I have, you know, letting uh, a gentleman know that way. And that's what they said. They A lot of them in the clubhouse room says that they wanted women who would be upfront, like I said, that I am. So, you know, I, I tell a person um, on the first or second date, listen, I am marriage minded. Um, I want to be married and that's what I, you know, that's why I'm putting myself out here. And, you know, that way they know, and that's the way a serial dater or someone who doesn't want to settle down, then he's not going to want to take me out because it's not going to lead to anything. And so, um, and also saying what your priorities are. This is what I will do. This is what I won't do while I'm dating. Because a lot of times um, when people, when they, you know, when they take you out, they have expectations. And I think you can you know, read between the lines of what I'm saying of that, because I heard a lot of the gentlemen last night indicate that. So it's interesting. So if you don't, another thing is I would advise you to get on, if you are in the dating atmosphere, um, getting on these platforms to hear what people are saying all over the world. I mean, we had people in there from the Netherlands, we had people in there from Africa, the Indies, um, different you know, different cult, cult, um, countries, Colombia, Argentina. So you get to hear what the mindset is like, you know, you get to test the waters, if you will, because these individuals I'll never meet, but I'm getting to hear them in this space of clubhouse. So it's so interesting. So you might want to check it out. And if you have any great stories, um, you know, let me know. <laughs> I, would, I would love to have a chat with you um, about that. And also, I'm going to start a room on Clubhouse, but I'm, I'm trying to see what will the topic be, you know, am I going to talk about entrepreneurship or am I going to talk about, you know, um, am I going to talk about personal life uh, ventures? I might do both. Anyway, stay tuned for more on the other side of this break of the Lisa Lewis Show.
my name is Jack, and you're listening to my mom on the Lisa Lewis Show. Do you ever wonder if you're the only woman who runs errands in her yoga pants so it will look like she went to the gym? Or how about the only mom who feeds her kids raw cookie dough? Or are you the only one who cooks her family cold cereal for dinner? Do you need more laughter and less loudness? More self-love and less self-loathing? More joy and less judgment? You're not alone. Come to The Living Room, a place where we get comfy, candid, and confident together. Come seeking sanctuary and leave feeling renewed. We're saving a seat for you. Give yourself some living room today. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We're so very thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday exclusively on Toginet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled, Are You an Entrepreneur? So let's delve in, shall we? Now, before the short commercial break, we were talking about, um, uh, let's see, where were we? Having a greater purpose and uh, and um, making the world a better place. And I was just letting you know about the uh, to make sure that you have products and services that people actually need and want. And you will always have a customer. Also, sharing with you um, some of the insight that I'm getting on this app called Clubhouse. And would love to hear you all's feedback if you're on that app. And it's just a space and a place where you can go and get in these different rooms that are um, different subject matters. So if a subject matter um, you know, piques your interest, then you pop into that room. And uh, sometimes they'll even, if, I, if you frequent their rooms, uh, regularly, then they will ask you to come up on stage, if you will. That's what it's called, coming up on stage and being a speaker. Well, since I speak and do this for a living, um, and I like to get out there and do that because, again, it exposes me and puts me in a place of authority from other people that I would never get to see and, you know, or get to speak in front of, perhaps. So, you know, if you are an entrepreneur, my advice is to try to get on as many platforms that as, as you can, you know, as, as many as are feasible. Because, again, I will never meet these different people otherwise. Again, uh, there were people in the room from different parts of the world on different continents. And so, um, and they got to listen to the power, sound of my voice and voice and Speech words, they are powerful, and especially if you use them with intent and with purpose. So um, it was just quite interesting uh, just to hear some of the take. I think now that I'm talking about it, I'm probably going to do a, a, a podcast about Clubhouse. And um, that way I'll be able to share some of the things that I want to I, I share. I think that's what I'm going to do. So, but today let's stay on topic and dive back into the list about things to do in order to become a better entrepreneur. So, um, 
number. Okay, I think number 14 is what we're on. Give your business a better name. Make it more memorable, enjoyable, and honorable. Number 15, have trusted co-founders and part owners. Don't take all the credits. Number 16 is talk and listen regularly to your business language. Always keep its record. Read, analyze, and understand your company's financial statements. Also conduct regular financial audits with the help of auditors. Number 17, have a better business coach or mentor and listen to them. Number 18, make your business friendly to environment, government, and the public. Number 19, don't rush your business. However, grow it gradually, consistently, and certainly be on purpose. Number 20, get your uh, business insurance. Have the best insurance out there that you can afford. Um, Next, we're going to talk about becoming a better entrepreneur. Number 21 is be the first to offer a product or service in the market. Be an inventor. That's great. And if you already have something that others are in, you have competitors, I tell people that's a good thing, too, because to me, the more competition, the more it drives business. Uh, it, it drives customers and clients to the surface. And if you are in the right place at the right time, if you're always marketing, then you're going to get a share of that, bit, you know, of those customers. So don't be afraid of competition. Just do, we talked about it last week, do something uniquely different. And I brought up about, um, for an example, about the Airbnb that I host. Um, I cannot compete with people who have two bedrooms or more. So what I have to do is make sure that the studio that I host is represented in its best light. So what I do is make sure that it's like a spa-like experience. I have the plush white, um, you know, um, terry cloth uh, uh, towels, um, the best linen, 1,400 count better, uh, we have the luggage caught in there, so you, can, you don't have to put your luggage, you know, that you just came from the off, got off the airport, uh, from the airport, and you're putting on the bed you have to sleep on. There's a cot, cot in there. Also, we have uh, plush robes for two because it's only uh, equipped for two adults. It's not a space for um, children so because it's so small and tiny. Um, but anyway, so those are some of the things that we do. And then we put a little um, porch or a little um, patio out front where they could sit in case they want to look at the backyard, if they want to take in some air, they want to sit there and read a book, listen to a podcast on a great day. Uh, then we have, we put a bench out there and it says family on it. So they, the two of them can sit on the bench and they can have their morning coffee or they have their evening tea, whatever it is that they want to do. So those are just some of the things that we did to enhance that. We also have a, um, um, uh, for the smartphones, we have the, we have several, um, you know, connections that they can do. And because we're sure that people are going to come here, they do for business. And so they can plug in several things at one time. So we have something that is, is a smart for smartphones. Um, so there's just things that we do. We fill the fridge with, uh, you know, water and 
and then we have little snacks out there according to the season. We have, um, you know, we have uh, fruits out there too, fruits and nutritional bars. I'm sure you've heard of the kind industry, the kind bars and things like that. We put nutritious stuff out there or paint or nuts or something of that nature, bananas, apples, peaches, whatever is in season at that time, pears, things like that. And then a pack of gum or mints and or mints, you know, popcorn, things like that. So that's what we do in order to um, stand out. And, or, and also we can't compete, like I said, with more space. So we just make it as luxurious as we can. So that's what I mean um, by don't be afraid of competition because some people are. They're like, oh, they're competing with me. Well, there's so many people on the earth that not one business can have all of the folks that live on the earth's business. So, you know, just see what your competition is doing and see how you can pivot and insert your business in that atmosphere um, to the best ability and to the best light that you can. Research the things that customers may want. What do people expect when they go um, traveling? What do they hope to get? And, you know, maybe you want to research that. Google what do people expect but they don't get at a hotel. And then that way you can implement some of those things and advertise those things that might get you more bookings. So those are just some uh, of the suggestions that come to mind. Um, number 22, if you can't be the first, then be the best. That's what I was just talking about. You're not going to be the, you know, if you can't be that inventor and have the first thing out, you know, um, then, you know, be the best in the market that you are in. Number 23, be holistic and rather than just up top optimistic. Number 24, find your passion, and when you find it, be passionate about it. Number 25, be bold, be a deep diver, explore the ocean, investigate the tips of the icebergs. In other words, explore places or opportunities where no one is exploring. And that's another thing we were talking about last night in the um, clubhouse. Uh, room is that we're talking about there's some, you know, and um, people who are, well, there's some tadpoles and then there are sharks. And so you just have to decide which atmosphere you can upstream in and do that to the best of your ability. Number 26, don't stop innovating until you reach the ultimate form of sophistication. That is simplicity. Number 27, make more sacrifices and wait longer. You have to be willing to, you know, success does not happen overnight. You know, some people say, oh, they were an overnight success. And then when we hear the artist's story, they tell us, oh, no, I've been doing, you know, I've been wanting and practicing since I was 12 and now I'm 28. You know, that's not an overnight success. Those people put in that would be 16 years and then this is now when they could be discovered or this is now when they have enough you know uh, opportunity came about 
you know, again, someone discovered them and now we see them and oh, they're overnight success. No, that's just when we sing them, but what about all of the behind the scenes that they had to do? And this is one thing that is coming to my mind to say also, you know, I was talking to a friend, it's it's one thing to be helpful and it's one thing to cripple a person. You know, I was telling them, uh, this friend, uh, he's a male friend, you know, because um, he said, oh, well, I don't, you know, I don't want to, um, let's just say this friend is very uh, <laughs> tightwad, a tightwad is what I want to say. They, you know, they don't believe in spending money in order to make money. And so I was giving them some advice and it was, you know, I've been talking to them, they re-entered my life. And I've been talking to them since June. And I'm telling you, since June, oh, it's just one thing after another. And so I said to this person, you know, I need to be charging you because I charge two sixty-seven an hour now for my consulting fee. And the person said to me, Oh my goodness, you would do that? I'm your friend. I was like, Well, I still have to I do this for a living. This is one of the things that I've been blessed to do. And I should not let my talent go to waste. You read the Bible about that, what God thinks about that. He's given me this um, um, this ability to um, talk and, and share and teach. And therefore, that's one of the ways that I'm able to take care of my household, my son. And so, no, I, you know, I don't believe, I, I don't mind giving consultation. But again, this person has been coming to me from, I've been talking to this person in a stream from June and now it's into October and they still want, expect me to, to, to continue to pour into them something that I charge for for free. And I told them that's not, that's not, it's not feeling right to me to do that. And so they finally said to me two days ago, oh, well, and, and when I brought that to their attention, guess what they said? Well, stop my tab. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> So you have to be so very careful. You know, that's just like when we go to in, uh, to hire an attorney or something like that. They don't mind giving you 30 minutes of free consultation. But after then, the clock starts ticking. And so you have to be careful that you don't have um, a lot of users in your camp. And if you do, step up, say something, and they'll usually run away. Stay tuned on the other side of the break for more on the Lisa Lewis Show. is a universal sign of affection. But there are certain groups of people on Earth who just don't do it. I think they don't know what they're missing. Humans have been kissing for a long time, as kisses were portrayed in Egyptian art in 1500 B.C. The Romans are credited with perfecting romantic kiss as we know it today. What's another word for kissing? Oscillation. Your lips are a hundred times more sensitive than the tips of your fingers. 
and the kiss quickens your pulse to 100 beats a minute. One kiss actually burns up to three calories. Now there's a workout I could handle. Studies say a woman will kiss about 79 guys before getting married, and the average person spends two weeks of their life kissing. What's the word for the art of kissing? Philomatology. It's words you never I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. We'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We're so very thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday exclusively on TogiNet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled, Are You an Entrepreneur? So let's delve in, shall we? As we wrap up this hour-long podcast, I hope that it has been informative and, um, you know, somewhat inspirational for you. And I certainly enjoy coming to you, like I said, each and every week and sharing to you what's on my heart and, um, um, and you know, what, uh, and just enjoying this platform uh, alongside you all. I would love for you to go over to um, Apple Podcasts and search the Lisa Lewis Show and download it as you are on the go and busy and take a listen to it. And if there's any one thing that you can get from it or like about it that piques your interest, share it with other friends, share, 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 and leave us a review. That would be wonderful. That would bless my heart. So number... um, 27 we left off with, which was make more sacrifices and wait longer or be patient because, again, there are no overnight successes. Some may come to success sooner than others, but believe me, there was um, education put into it. There was recertification. There was additional training. There was multiple, some people, multiple degrees and in different fields, um, you know, um, also uh, networking, uh, advertising, marketing, um, all of those things a person has put into whatever they're doing in order to be that success that you see. And success is relative, right? One person's success may not be the next man's success or woman's. So it's relative, but whatever it is that you are feel that you want to become successful at, just know that you will need to put in the work and have a level of patience. That is what I know for sure. 
And also just to touch back up a little bit about what we I was discussing before the break was that, you know, don't allow people to um, continue to get something free from you that you charge for. You know, that is not to me in your best interest nor theirs. A lot of times people, if they don't invest or if they don't have to pay for something, then they don't value it, right? That's just like a free T-shirt. Usually, you know, say you go somewhere to the fair or whatever, or you go to a conference and you want a free T-shirt. Okay, what are you going to do? You're most likely either going to leave it at the conference, forget about it in the hotel room, right? Or you're going to pack it and throw it in the back of the closet or throw it in a drawer. Or when it's time to paint the house, you might put it on and you don't care if paint gets on it, right? Because it was free. It was of no value. You, you, you didn't have to exchange anything for it, right? However, if you were to buy a Michael Kors t-shirt, and it could be made of the same thing, right? And you had to pay, um, let's just say, $65 for that t-shirt. Well, I'm pretty sure you're not going to pick up that t-shirt and, and paint in that t-shirt, okay? Because that's a value. You exchanged something for it. So I say that to say this. It's okay to give some things for free, but with an expectation that, okay, I did this for free, and now it stops here. And now if you want my further expertise, which I had to pay for, <laughs> uh, then and some people, unfortunately, still had student loans as a result of that. So it would be so unfair and inhumane, in my opinion, to ask them or anyone to just do their craft for free endlessly. And so that's my, that's, you know, and if the person that is doing it on the other receiving line, because some people are just takers, then you have to interject. And that's why I was letting you know that this person came back into my life in June and, well, and, you know, they, and something that I charge for, I've been pouring into them and it's consistently one problem after another, and I've been consulting with them. And so finally about a couple of days ago, I brought it to their attention. I said, hey, listen, you know, this is what I do for a living, and it's two sixty-seven an hour for consulting. And they were like, oh, wow, well, I didn't think you'd charge me. I'm your friend. Uh, well, I, have, I do this for a living. This is one of the things that I do. So I have been more than a friend and gracious with you. You've been caught. I've been speaking with you and pouring into you and giving you uh, pointers and examples and things that you can do that you've actually taken some of them you've acted upon and it's made you better than when I found you, right? Or when you found me again. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, well, why would you think that I shouldn't be paid for that or compensated? And they just didn't, they just was put off by the fact that we're friends that I would even suggest that they pay. So they were like, well, stop my tab. And I just thought it was funny, you know, but again, if they were to go to an attorney, right. And the attorney gives you a free consultation of 30 minutes, you would never think that you could go to that attorney after a free consult and, and, and they would pour into you advice again, what they had to go to school to get and, and maybe have, still have student loans, unfortunately. Thank God I don't have any, but they may 
And then you expect that that attorney is going to see you at your, you know, and I'm at this person's call. Unless I'm doing something, I see them call, I pick up, I pour into them. Um, and you want, you expect that attorney to do that with no compensation? Come on, that's, that's just unheard of. But, you know, that's just my little thing that I wanted to, uh, uh, you know, let you know, share with you because I like being real and transparent. You know, and I just don't allow that to happen. You know, just say, okay, well, I hear you next time they call. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not going to offer any kind of advice. Well, what do you think? Well, would you like to go into consultation? If so, my consultation is 267 an hour. Let's go. And if they don't, oh, well, I'm sure that you will find the answer in what you're looking for. But prayer is free. <laughs> I do not charge for prayer, so I will pray for you. Okay, so number um, 28 on the list is be prepared to pass on failures, financial problems, and criticisms. Number 29, be unbreakable and flexible. Learn how to set allowances and margin of errors. Number 30, orient yourself to become customer-oriented and people-oriented. Next, let's talk about becoming a better manager. Number 31 is start by controlling and managing yourself. 32, learn how to connect and blend with people. Number 33, don't just search and hire the best people. Give them also the best training. Yes, I believe in continuous training and whatever it is you do. You know, sometimes, you know how you go through that 90-day um period of probationary period on a JOB. Well, you know, and sometimes they might take you through six weeks of training. And after that, they expect you to just run with it. But I always believe in making sure that continual training is the key, continual education, CE. I believe in doing that because sometimes people forget or there are other circumstances that maybe they want to press to. Maybe they want to, um, you might want to have a Q&A with your team members if they're Say it's a call center and they can maybe bring up a hard call that would help other people who are too shy or, um, you know, don't have the self-confidence to come forward and say, I need help. So training allows, you know, training allows for that. So, uh, cause you just never know who in your organization is not really getting the culture. And by having training, you can allow people to speak and you can see where they're, uh, maybe um, obstacles are, and you can give them the tools in which to overcome those. So training is continuous training is so very important in, in the industry. Number 34, try harder in avoiding being a bossy boss, right? Uh, number 35, have a mission, vision, and action. Have a destination, direction, and motion. Also, don't forget acceleration and completion. Number 36, manage your time, manage your moment. 37, show grace and generosity to your workers and employees. Number 38, manage your personal finance and achieve financial freedom. Number, don't love money. <laughs> I do like what it can do for me, but I do not. I always pray, Lord, don't let me get to in, into that. That's a slippery slope of loving money because then you'll do anything to obtain it. Number 39, learn how to shut your mouth and open your already opened ears. And I believe that's why God gave us two ears and one mouth, right? So let's listen more than we speak, which I know it's 
sometimes hard to do, right, ladies, since we speak more words in a day than our counterparts. <laughs> I believe women are speaking on an average of uh, 20,000 plus words. Uh, where it might, you know, I know it's 20,000 plus. And then men are at maybe an average of 15,000 words a day. So, hmm. Number 40, build teamwork and coach your team, give them better duties and functions and empower them. That is so important and be diligent and uh, as it always makes for a better leader, right? And we want to be strong and sharp, but never forget to be gentle and you want to lead your followers in front and follow them at the back. Be the first to serve and be the last to receive. We want to practice more humility and accountability. We want to be selfless, right? We want to be a role model, be motivated to motivate your people, be inspired to inspire others. We want to build trust. Start by making yourself trustworthy. Then help your people become trustworthy too. After that, trust yourself and them. We want to pay more respect be compassionate and understanding, open our heart and mind to hear and see what people are feeling and thinking. We want to be better followers, follow justice, righteousness, truth, and be a discipline, a disciple of discipline. Because if you cannot discipline yourself, you'll never be able to discipline and help others. So thank you so much for being with us this Thursday. We are so very thankful for you. Continue to listen to us weekly on Toginet Radio. And as always, um, I like to say, when you bring us your business, we'll bring it to radio. You've been listening to the Lisa Lewis Show. And this is Lisa Lewis signing out. Take care. Remember, if it's Thursday, it's time to join Lisa Lewis from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time as we continue to explore key strategies that will provide a mind shift as well as a movement to become a game changer on this planet. Also, we provide the show archives on iTunes for all of our movements.